What happens when your favorite Harry Potter characters get put in slightly more adult situations? The answer is Potterotica. Yep, that's erotic Harry Potter fanfiction. Chances are you've never heard of this, and neither had we. So naturally, we wanted to make a podcast about it. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And I'm Allie Lefevre, and this is the Potterotica Podcast. Where we read erotic Harry Potter fanfic one chapter each episode. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll read fic to you. Give that dick to you. Get that bulge in frame. You'll be screaming his name. Echo wants that D. Harry wants that A. Let's find out what's next. Hope they're boning all day. We'll read fic to you. You, 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 you. Well, guys, hey. <laughs> this is this is boys to men. This is girls. <laughs> this is girls to Wayne. Girl, this is Safe. girls. We didn't think that joke. Girls, this is girls, girls to Danny. <laughs> this is ladies and Danny. <laughs> to men. We thought that joke ninety eight percent of the way. <laughs> it's through. like this is students to adults because now they're adults. Now they're adults. Sense. Oh yeah. Yep. Wizard students to wizards. Mm-hmm. What I um, first of all, uh, kudos to Lindsay Rush for having the patience and the coaching to get Allie Lefevre and I through that. <laughs> she was like counting beats. She she's what note was best for Remember us. Remember when I used I to be really no reluctant to the songs, yeah, and I'm like, so, okay, so here's how we're doing it. She's me, like a stage mom. Me and Danny were like, let's do it. Let's write a song. Let's do it now. Let's make up lyrics on the spot. And, and she's like, like mm, I don't think so. I don't think it'll be good enough for the pod. But if we had to, I would probably say I've been thinking about It'd these like four the- songs. <laughs> I would do it this way, and I'd start on this key and this octave. I did know we needed a '90s ballad. Yes, uh, so this was very, this was really right, guys, and What's- I hope you enjoyed it. But I didn't write down, I didn't have the lyrics in front of me, so I stopped singing several times. So you're welcome, fans. I actually, but I think we it, met, it's okay. It yeah, wasn't perfect. It but, wasn't perfect. But that I, was you guys. That was our first try. Yeah, one line. I actually started singing the real song, and <laughs> I had to because your eyes were closed. Allie was just like I feeling it. I was you feeling were so into hard. It too. I was really proud. Um, what I like about that is that when we listen to this podcast in the year 2040, it'll still be throwback because it's a 90s <laughs> song. Uh, so we're not dating ourselves at all. It right? was so good, good luck that, figuring that, out when this was recorded. In elementary school, we used to have skating parties. Oh yeah. <laughs> and my very first skating party where I held hands with a boy, I skated to that song. She was 19. Shout out. <laughs> it shout was out 2013. To <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the snowball though? Guys had to come snowball. skate by and ask the girls. Yeah. We didn't call it snowball. Of course uh. not. Yeah. We just said couples and backwards <sighs> skaters. We didn't have like a Girls ask guys to skate. Oh, it was the snowball. Does that ring true to you at all? Where uh, many of our mitts of snowball. Yeah. I attended. <laughs> yeah, we had snowball for dances and. In, in, oh, in, just no. not at your skating parties. Not at skating parties, guys. Why would you Maybe, have a snowball you at a skating wait, party? Wait, you had snowball where? You're saying a dance where girls ask guys. Yeah, yeah. Like this was just like a part of a thing. This isn't like it wasn't called the snowball. It was like oh, at, at, at it was a thing. Like the it the would be like a skate. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it snowballed because the first couple would go in. <laughs> Pick one that is snowball. And then the guy snowball, would pick a girl. They say it like that. Hey, everybody, it's snowball, 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 snowball. And then you would pick more and more. Yeah. And the fun would grow. It's like you'd be watching the boy you wanted to skate with you, like skate up. And if he, like, I feel like guys would, like, do a few laps to get the courage. And we'd all be like, yeah. <laughs> Darren. <laughs> ben. <laughs> I feel, I do it. Yeah, it's Ben. 
It's banned. He's skating backwards now. No, one per episode. And that's why he did it. That's why he didn't pick me because he'd go by and I'd be like, yeah, it's banned. He'd be like, like, "Uh, no thanks. Um, Sarah, do you want to dance? Just just grab someone else. Although holding hands when you were like in middle school was so gross. Everyone was so sweaty. It just was like... I, I don't know. Like I just feel like it's like so nervous and gross. Yeah, everyone's nervous. Oh. And it was a big deal. And like we did it in elementary school. We had the skating parties. We didn't do them in junior high. Did you do them in junior high? I'm just thinking of like holding hands in junior oh, high. Oh, oh, just in general. No, I don't think I went to skating. I don't know. Maybe I did. Never have I ever been to a skating party. So you guys are on your own on this one. You never like have. people had birthday parties at the skating rink, I think is what we're meaning. Yeah, I never got invited. So keep rubbing it in. <laughs> um, Salt in the wound. Salt in the wound. <laughs> Amber is my friend from Minnesota, right, Amber? Yeah. Yeah. Amber, I'm going to ask you if you remember, it was called Cheapskate in mm. the one we'd go to in oh, the suburbs of Minneapolis. And just like bust through a window in this recording right now and it's like, <laughs> yes, I know it. <laughs> With like, vodka. How funny of a name is that? It's like when puns were great. introduced to me, I was like, Cheapskate. This might be my cheap life. Skate, but it's skate. And I was, and I'm like, I guess I'll be a writer. So it's Cheapskate. Ours was great skate. And that explains why you are who you are. <laughs> great. It's good. This is good. I like this. Great. I like this. Um, okay. Well, we had a pretty um, amazing week per usual. Fans were amazing. Pod was amazing. Um, everything else in the world is burning around us, but we are maintaining strong here at Moderatica. We, we live in our bubble. The yeah. only thing getting nuked around here were all of our killer jokes. Like that one. Good one, Lynn. Yeah. Anyway, Allie, so. <laughs> um, People I think are we, literally building panic rooms right now. I know. It's not a joke. Um, <laughs> there's that cartoon of the dog and like everything's burning around him. I think I'm going to have to post oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I know. Um, but thank you for tuning in. It means that you need a little reprieve. So welcome to the Smooth Sounds. Yeah, and, um, Smooth Hits. Should I, we? I think well, let's just cover the pensive really quickly, and then we're going to hop let's on in. Just get into it. Agreed. So basically, it was the first class. First class, and Harry nailed it. Knocked it out of the park. Harry with his nailed photo. it, but Draco didn't tell him because Draco's a selfish person. He well, he nailed him. it, but not Draco yet. Not yet. <laughs> so, he nailed something. Yeah, uh, he took that beautiful photo of that fruit, the fruit with the, the window, window pane, and the light streaming in. And like at the end, didn't Draco say like, "Of course, Potter was the one, only one to take an interesting photo." Yeah. Yep. But then also, of course, Draco critiqued everyone, other people's work and not Harry's. Yeah. He pulled him aside after class. And was but he like, didn't even really say it was good. Yeah. Just playing hard to get. In that white suit. In that white suit. In that Pit white ball. suit. Mr. Mr. Gosh, maybe <laughs> that's Mr. Wizarding World Wizarding World Wide. Wizarding <laughs> That's why it took you so long as you were like, how do I say it? And I just got lucky saying it the first time. But I also think Draco in a white suit is very boys to men. He could have been singing that song. Yeah. Draco did notice, in addition to Harry's wonderful photo abilities, his abs. He was ripped. He had nice Ripping. So if you're listening now, check back on our Instagram because we will have posted sexy porn magazine covers like Draco had seen. I thought about Harry in. And essentially what maybe perhaps the cock critique would be. Because is that, have we like officially realized, is it a column? I think it's it's a column in magazine. Okay. And one final thing to note is Harry wanked it thinking of Draco. The very end. And he 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 said said it. Suck it, Malfoy. Suck it, Malfoy. We had said uh, it. He sent in another dick pic too, didn't he? Yes. He sent in that one. The bulge pic. Yeah. We had said angry masturbating, and then it was oh, I think Steve oh, on yeah. Facebook that said masturbating. So we'll add that fantastic. to our dictionary. 
So, um, yeah, let's do it. It could also be masturbating, but that sounds totally different. Masturbating is better. Yeah, yeah. I like like both of them. Masturbating. Both are pretty aggressive. (laughs) Um, Okay, Lindsay, are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready, guys. It's me. Every time you say that, I want to do Jack Jams again, but we already did it once. Oh, it's been, it was also Scott on Facebook. Oh, Scott. Just so Steve's not confused and yeah. Scott's not mad. <laughs> Steve, for, thinks he's, Steve, he's, he's like, I've never masturbated. <laughs> he thinks he's Facebooking in the middle of the night. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Scott, God. you masturbator. Uh, okay. Oh, man. Okay. Chapter four. The latest batch of cock photos was as dismal as ever. Draco tossed them aside in disgust. He didn't even want to look at them anymore. None of them were worthy of publication, and he was itching to write up new lesson plans for his photography class. (laughs) Now he's like into it. (laughs) He had never felt so important and fulfilled than when he'd had six pairs of eyes staring at him as though he had all the answers, which, strangely, he did. (laughs) Mindy tiptoed into the room with a packet and a cup of tea. Here's a fresh cup for you, sir, and also the weekend post. Draco sighed and pushed his tepid cup towards her. He supposed he should give her some sort of acknowledgement regarding her taking on his first class last week when he'd been breaking the news to his mother. Mindy, I believe you're due a 5% pay increase. She blinked at him. Sir, I got a pay increase six weeks ago. Are you saying you don't want it? Yeah, geez, <laughs> hey, Mindy, take that 5%. Hey, Mindy, lean the fuck in. <laughs> I get it. She shook her head wildly and backed away. No, of course not. I'm not saying that. Thank you, sir. I meant to say thank you very much. With that, she fled, and Draco let out a pained sigh. He sprints out of the room. <laughs> Before he changes his mind, he's updating payroll right now. <laughs> Merlin, it was bloody difficult to find decent help these days. They couldn't even accept a decent gesture of appreciation without making it awkward. Pansy swept in. Didn't you give that twit another rise in pay? How did you know, Draco replied. She's browsing through catalogs. Draco was impressed. <laughs> was it that big of a pay bump? Wow. 5%. Like it was, yeah, I guess 5% is a good chunk of your salary. Yeah, I get a 5% bump. I run right to the Land's End catalog. <laughs> I got some fancy she's, slippers. She's browsing the Eddie Bauer catalog. <laughs> Draco was impressed. His estimation of Mindy rose minutely. That was quick, he said. Yes, well, don't sound so pleased. Her catalog of choice are Cauldron's and Crate and Smather's Sensible Shoes. <laughs> We were right. Classic Mindy. Classic Mindy. <laughs> Probably using a coupon. Sensible to the core. Well, she's hardly the type to shop at Wanda's Wicked Wiles now, is she? Draco retorted. <gasps> is that Dr. Fallacious storefront? It must oh be. Dr. Wanda Fallacious. <laughs> Excuse me. Wanda's Wicked Wiles. So she does like therapy upstairs and then she has a sex shop downstairs. That makes sense. She's yeah. all about so it. she's basically just funneling her own customers in. She has her own She MLM. is Grammagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk to Wanda. She's the grandma gram of the wizarding world. If you don't know who Wanda um, is, check out Instagram. She offers sex grand. advice for wizards and witches. Dr. Philatia. Philatia. Right? Philatia. Mm-hmm. Phil- it's hard because it's a play on a few things. Mm-hmm. We really went for it. Mm-hmm. We did. <laughs> hey, do you get the thrice over pun? Yeah, we did like nine puns in one. You yeah. get all of them, right? This is one of those arguments where you said, remove a pun, and I said, absolutely not. <laughs> Take it from me. Cheapskate. Her middle name is Boner Witch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pansy took her usual spot on the edge of Draco's desk and picked up the weekend post. She'd probably faint if she took one look at the Wicked Wand collection. 
Oh, what do we have here? She selected a photo and <laughs> held it up. <laughs> Let me see that. Draco snatched it. He dropped it almost immediately with a sigh. Amateur. Pansy picked it up. I know, but look at that prize. Merlin, the shape of its utter perfection. I wonder if he could be coaxed to send another. She cocked her head and licked her lips. Wow. Are you laughing at cock? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at, I don't know what's happening. Draco took the photo back and had to admit that she had a point. The cock in question, completely hidden beneath lightly patterned blue pants, looked utterly delectable. Dark haired, he'd noted, eyeing the tracing of hair that led from the waistband to the edge of the photo. The lightning bolt. And fit if the brief glimpse of the man's abdominals was anything to go by. Uh, really, the light from the window makes this almost laughable. Draco, that is a perfect cock. <laughs> this might be like the coup de grace. Of- <laughs> I cannot just critique the cock pansy. I have to take into account the entire thing. The lighting ruins this, and it's only barely in focus. And the angle is boring. If he was one of my students, I would fail him. <laughs> what if uh, Harry had taken the photo with, like, next to the bowl of fruit and yeah. the banana? He's eventually, <laughs> when he's going to figure it out and then be giving Draco clues. This is You were saying last week there's three people, but it works both ways because Draco also doesn't know that this is Harry. Right. But does he know that this guy is the same guy that sent the other ones he doesn't like? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I think that one was so sloppy that he discarded it. It's and not like this is his like his nemesis who keeps sending in bad, bad dick things. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> she said nothing and merely arched a brow, and he gave her a pout of defeat. There were no others of even similar quality, he knew, so he would throw the owner of the perfect cock a better score than he normally would. Fine, I will give it an A for acceptable because this is as generous as I can get. Pansy smiled. Good. Hopefully it will encourage him to send in an unclothed shot. I would love to wrap my tongue around. Uh, oh, don't give me that look. You know the chances are higher than he bats for my team than yours. A girl can dream. <laughs> Fancy. Fancy. It's like Upper East Side. Pansy must have her pearls on and her little bit Draco, right darling. Draco, she gets fancy when she's looking at a good cockpit. She does. Why do I let you in here? Draco said. How was class, Harry? Hermione poured him a tall glass of pumpkin juice. It was good, fine. Did you learn anything? I learned that Draco Malfoy knows a lot about photography. <laughs> <laughs> and he just drops the mic and walks out of the room. Remember him? I feel like Ron's going to look up and be like, did you just say Draco? Excuse me. Ron looked up from where he'd been scooping. <laughs> Ron looked up from where he'd been scooping potatoes onto oh his plate. God, this guy. Malfoy? Harry nodded. Believe me, I was surprised too. Draco Malfoy? I'm pretty sure I said that, Ron. <laughs> I haven't seen him around the past few years. George piped up as he dropped a basket of warm bread slices on the table. Wonder what he's been up to. I was hoping he'd been eaten by a thestral or possibly smothered by a lethifold. Ron smiled dreamily, as if envisioning the gruesome scenarios. I don't think Thestrals eat people. Angelina sat down next to George. This is a family affair. What? Are they at a freaking, like, this is like Olive a Garden? <laughs> yeah. Is it bad that I'm like, oh, bread. Olivander mm. Garden? <laughs> <gasps> Zing. Olivander Thank Garden. You? Thank yes. you. Thank <laughs> you. Now I want to come up with wizarding versions of all of the of, shitty chain like restaurants. Like mediocre chain restaurants? TJ Fridays and Chili's and... <laughs> Probably choke and die if they tried to eat Malfoy anyway, Ron muttered. Hermione brought out the roast chickens and everyone scrambled to make room for the large platter. Sunday dinners at the Weasleys were a tradition whether the elder Weasleys were in residence or not. Molly and Arthur had gone to Romania to visit with Charlie, who was still in the dragon-taming business and still lamentably single, as Molly proclaimed often. 
Bill had gone to Latvia to dig her some sort of goblin treasure, and Ginny was off starting the new Quidditch season with her latest boyfriend, the coach of the Tutshill Tornadoes. Wow, wow. Ginny. She moved on pretty fast. Yeah, wow. she did. That's okay. I think you, in that scenario, when you find out that your boyfriend's gay, you kind of, you <laughs> hang, move on. Hang on for dear life. <laughs> you try to talk him back into the relationship. Yeah. Am I wrong? Is that, <laughs> Is that how it goes? Yeah. Ron tore a leg and thigh section from one chicken. <laughs> I'm picturing like Renaissance fair style t- chicken oh, leg. Oh, like a hard ass like, turkey yeah, leg. a huge one. And dropped it onto his plate before adding a spoonful of buttery sprouts. Hermione had turned into a passable cook, as had George, and there were no complaints about the meal. George made strawberry tart for after, so save some room, Angelina advised. There's always room for strawberry tart, Ron mumbled <laughs> through a bite of bread. Does he have like an eating disorder? A hollow I'm like, leg. I'm like worried about Ron. Ron, do <laughs> swallow first, honestly, Hermione sighed after the quiet admonishment and dished up her own plate. So you plan to keep going to this class, Harry? Yeah, he actually had some really useful tips. From a tip. That reminds me, I have to take some snaps for tomorrow's class. Oh. Can everyone take their pants off? <laughs> That's that in the story, guys. Drop trowel. You can photograph me, Harry, Ron straightened and flexed his muscles. Not sure your biceps count as inanimate objects. That's our first assignment. You can come down to Weezes and take photos of the stock, Harry, George offered. If they turn out decent, I can use them for advertising. Paid, of course. Wow. Of course. No, just take the photos. Dude, practice. Harry snorted. I'm not good enough to be paid, but I'll do it anyway. Taking pictures of mustache mints and pouty lip pop sounds much more fun than snapping photos of books or pillows at my place. Great. I'll expect you in the morning. Got some new stock that hasn't been unveiled yet. One thought I had is, like, Harry's super duper rich, right? Why is he using that old camera? Like, why does he only have own books? Why is he, like, come take photos in my pool? I like, I don't know. I'd be I a really like irresponsible Harry, he's boy. Sensible. I feel like he's very frugal. He grew up with so little that he values Although he that's has. sort of the opposite of, like, new money, right? Don't yeah. like people who come into money later he in life. Remembers like, his roots. Remembers his closet. <laughs> Drago had intentionally left one wall of the flat blank, and he used temporary sticking charms to spread out all the photos his class had taken. I was thinking they were going to be all the dick pics. <laughs> Most of them were perfectly predictable. How did that one get in there? <laughs> <laughs> Most of them were perfectly predictable. Gladys had taken photos of teacups, vases, and multicolored bundles of yarn. Oh, all quite dull, even though most were off-center and cockeyed. Henrietta had only snapped photos of flowers. There were roses and gladioli and snapdragons and mums, and some of them were quite good. She had captured a bee landing on one of the mums, and the lazy loop provoked the feelings of a slow, sweet summer day. Mm. Orson Ronstadt hadn't even tried. <laughs> Worst mole ever. <laughs> hey, Orson, how's it going? Oh, yeah, they uh, can't really predict anything. I'm so distracted by my shitty photos. I'm on it. He believes I'm here for the right reasons, though. <laughs> Most of his images were out of focus, and it seemed likely he had remembered the assignments moments before rushing out the door. He had taken pictures of his tie, the same pair of shoes he currently wore, a bedpost, and a hideous-looking rug that had seen better days. (laughs) A hideous-looking rug or a rug horn. (laughs) Or or his his crotch. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was like, I thought for sure she was like, a rug, (laughs) a hideous-looking rug down his pants. Uh, I took a photo class in high school, a few of them, and like, I was old uh, Ronstadt for a like couple. on the way out. It was like, uh, let me take a photo of this picture frame. Right, it was here, like, got it. So unfortunately, <laughs> man. So like, your, is that your backpack function? at the desk right now? <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm recording a uh, Paterotica podcast yeah. instead of being a famous Ansel Adams. <laughs> that's why. I, I picture you taking a picture of a frame and it's like you see your reflection back in the glass of the frame. So Do you know meta. what I remember thinking was very artsy? 
maybe in high school, maybe middle school, was taking a photo of like the shadow of me and my friends. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and being yeah. like doing like a peace, peace sign or something sign. dumb, being like, it's not us, but it's us. Anyway, I was fun. I was a fun team. You sound cool. One, one more half distraction. <laughs> hey, me at Cheapskate. <laughs> I've noticed people on Facebook getting their Facebook hacked by friends and doing like, you know, oh, I farted. And like, remember we used to do that all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah, with people? Yeah. And I was like so annoying. And now I see it. I'm like, yes, that's so great. <laughs> I love I love a prank. Do not start talking about impractical jokers, but now you have to. <laughs> How did you see my brain go there immediately? I said prank and your eyebrows shot to the sky. <laughs> We'll talk about it later. <sighs> okay. Jason, okay. the clumsy lad, was apparently a Quidditch aficionado. He had selected multiple shots of brooms, most of which were not that bad. The close-up of broom bristles was almost interesting, and the one with the glowing Nimbus logo would have been lovely if the plain wooden background hadn't pulled the attention into a void and out of the photo. I don't remember Jason. Jason's the one the that clumsy. has his eye for the American. Oh, is right? Jason the clumsy guy? He's the clumsy guy. We do one. not He's remember him. He is nothing to us. Jason <laughs> again can to we, you guys. Can we call him clumsy Jason? Remember yeah. last? He's pants at repairing. Remember last okay. week we thought Harry had Harry. dropped the photo? So we just, Jason means nothing to yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> Jason needs really, really needs to amp up his personality. Can we give him a different name? Yeah, he needs something. The American had taken predictable photos, obviously combining a sightseeing trip with their assignment. There were shots of stone lions, architecture, and a wrought iron gate, and a cobblestone path, all very dull and touristy. Draco nearly yawned when tacking them to the wall. Potters were surprising. Draco had fully expected photos similar to Ronstadt's, but instead Potter had produced whimsical, visually interesting pictures of George Weasley's products. In the first shot, a multicolored ball rested on a wooden tabletop, which was relatively uninteresting until it grew feet, feathers, and a huge tail that fanned out into blue-green brilliance. A peacock preened from the photo, exquisitely in focus, and just enough off-center that the eye was drawn from the sweep of feathers to the creature's eye just before it morphed back into a ball. It, isn't it supposed to be inanimate, though? Like, uh, no one else's photos have movement and, like, One shading. had a bee that, that landed on the flowers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's... I feel like he's... Allie's like, it's not fair because I follow the rules of the assignment. Shut up, <laughs> that would be me in Fully. elementary school. <clears throat> I don't think. Um, yeah. Excuse me, teacher. Um, I just wanted to point out that I too would have taken a picture of the magical yeah. peacock I ball too. if I knew that was an option. <laughs> I too have depth, but I follow the rules. Another was a white bowl filled with brightly colored sweets against a pastel blue background. They looked tempting enough that the viewer would want to reach into the photo and take one. Even that was not his best of the lot. Draco had to reserve the honor for the tiny candied Quidditch display. Miniature brooms made of spun sugar floated over a chocolate pitch, and gumball bludgers soared between them, along with what had to be a malted milk chocolate quaffle. The display barely moved, seeming to have been caught in time, almost like a muggle photograph, until a hint of yellow appeared and traversed the photo, drawing the eye naturally into the sceny, lemony, golden snitch. The entire thing was mesmerizing, but Draco forced himself to give it only a cursory glance before tacking up Potter's rejects. Even those were not that bad. Harry, these are amazing! Sarah the American clapped her hands in front of her face and fairly gushed at Potter, who tugged his forelock and smiled modestly. I got lucky with the subject matter. My friend owns the shop. I think I've heard of it. I need to go there for sure. He's so modest. He's like, oh, I guess. So humble. If everyone leave off the Potter worship and take their seats, I will go over to your photos and we will discuss what might have worked better. Oh, this is the Draco we know. He would have to resist suggesting a fire for some of them, <laughs> particularly Ronstadt. <laughs> Draco had arranged a row of chairs in front of the photo wall. Potter sat at one edge and Sarah popped on immediately next to him. Ronstadt took the seat next to her and then Gladys, Henrietta, and Jason. Who? Danny, who's... <laughs> Wait, who's Jason? <laughs> Jason? Poor Jason. Is that the joke you're going to make? Yeah. <laughs> 
refresh your mind one more time as to who Jason is. Jason Draco said cheerfully, deliberately leaving Potters for last in hopes that he would run out of time to get to them. We will begin with yours. Can anyone tell me whether or not this photograph is visually interesting? Can anyone tell me who Jason (laughs) is? (laughs) Jason, who are you? (laughs) Sir, what are you doing at this class? He's like, oh, me again. And if not, what Jason might have done to make it better, gosh, there's nothing more brutal than like a class discussion of your assignment. I'm like, I like that she did that, but I found the intro. Certainly, you're like, oh. I got into many a fight with a classmate who critiqued me in front of the teacher. Yeah. Like, no, don't ask me hard questions about South Africa. Ask me the easy ones. That's what I studied for. <laughs> the jam. Uh, incendio, Ronstadt muttered and Gladys tittered. Henrietta made an affronted noise and patted Jason on the arm. 20 points for Ronstead for rudeness, Draco said, suddenly feeling very much like Severus Snape and enjoying it immensely. No wonder the old bastard had deducted house points so frequently. Hey, you never said there was a point system. <laughs> well, there is now. We're all here to learn, not to criticize. He glanced over and found Potter. But wait, that doesn't make sense. He said from. Oh, from. 20 points from Did I say Ronstead. four? Yeah. Oh, sorry. That makes more sense. 20 points from Ronstead. Mm-hmm. I thought he was on his side and I was like, rude. No, Draco is he's not messing around. This is class. We're all here to learn, not criticize. He glanced over and found Potter staring at him as though he'd turned into something baffling. Before he was tempted to analyze it, Draco turned back to the photos. Now then, as you can see, the focus on the first photo is on this part of the broom handle. I wonder like what these what's the point system, you know? Like I know there's a point system, yeah. but what is it? Would it be great if like it carried into alumnus? You know, like like you always like they system? just looked twenty points away, and I was like, "Oh, fucking Ronstadt, continuing <laughs> to be a jerk, always losing those points." So it would be so stressful, especially yeah, if Ronstadt was on your team. Like the guy gives zero fucks, right? He has he's completely disengaged. Guys, he's the mole. But you would still like you know you'd want to be a good person because your house, or you'd yeah, just be a terrible yeah. person because you don't give a fuck like Ronstadt. Ronstadt's like the worm tail of this class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. He is. Harry was astounded. Although he'd been willing to accept that Draco Malfoy had quite possibly changed for the better, he had never expected to hear him defend someone from casual bullying. After all, Malfoy had seemed to make it a personal goal to achieve bullying godhood whilst at Hogwarts. To see him cut down Ronstadt a notch was extremely satisfying and baffling. Harry shook off his astonishment and picked up his notepad, not wanting to miss any important tidbits. The more Malfoy spoke, the more excited Harry became about wanting to take photos. He felt a spike of remorse at having been so annoyed with Colin Creevy back at school. It was likely that Colin had felt this same driving excitement, the bizarre need to rush out and record the world through a camera lens. Sarah raised her hand at one point. Mr. Malfoy, which do you think is the best? (sighs) Fucking Sarah. (laughs) What a dumb question. Malfoy shook his head and smiled. This is not a fair question at this point. All of you are still learning, so there's no competition. I would rather not demoralize someone into thinking they were not worthy or assume they were untalented because someone else managed to take a lucky shot. Who is this guy? Excuse me, sir. This is Draco's good twin. (laughs) This is. This is Braco. (laughs) Jaco. Jaco? Jaco. (laughs) I like Jaco. Jason. He's so nice. Oh, is there already a Jason in this story? (laughs) No, there's not. Uh... Instead of worrying about who is the best, I think we will concentrate on our own personal bests and work on making future shots better than these first attempts. Guys, that's just nice life advice. This Draco. Focus on your personal best. Draco's therapy is definitely working. Whoever I mean, he's working with, he's probably working uh, with Wanda. Wanda. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I think he's, he's like found purpose. He was so mean, you yeah. know. He was lost. How many dick pics do you look at? And now he's helping people. Yeah. And he likes that feeling. Mm. It's like he just got out of the porn industry. Yeah. And into a different Turn over job. a new leaf. <laughs> Harry's estimation rose even further, and he found himself watching Malfoy through new eyes, very appreciative new eyes that found Malfoy's newfound philosophy almost as entrancing as his clothing. Ooh, what's he wearing <laughs> I today? Can't wait. Malfoy had chosen to wear traditional robes that were almost as attractive as the white suit he'd worn on Saturday. Mm -hmm. The robes were dark violet in a light fabric that seemed to dance as he walked. They were edged in black, barely visible against the dark color, and held together with jet black frogs in a Celtic pattern. The more Harry watched him, the more a painful sort of twist began to knit itself together somewhere in his midsection. His throat was so dry he thought he might have to stand up and seek out a glass of water to quench Ooh. his thirst. Sarah leaned close to him, distracting him from his increasingly pain-inducing thoughts. Well, she whispered, I think yours are the best. Clearly, you're the most talented among us. <gasps> Harry glanced up and met Malfoy's frigid stare. He had apparently heard her and either disagreed or wanted her to remain silent. For a moment, Harry thought he would deduct house points from the both of them. So something is happening. <laughs> and then had to smile as he wondered what sort of points Malfoy planned to deduct. As Malfoy pointed out a minute adjustment in one of Henrietta's photos that would have brought the image into greater symmetry, Harry decided it wasn't the proper time to ask. The class continued until Harry began to yawn. He wondered how the others dealt with evening classes. He didn't even have a day job and he was exhausted. <laughs> wow. Your assignment for Wednesday's class is to take some photographs of moving subjects. It doesn't have to be anything too dramatic. Snap your neighbors walking past or people in Diagon Alley. Take photos of your pets or ducks on the pond. Remember to lead them and keep in mind the lessons you've already learned. Oh, you mean like the moving objects that Harry already took photos of? Yeah. When he broke the rule of the first assignment? Brown nose. <sighs> take a picture of your wings swinging around in the air. <laughs> Helicopter. Like As your helicopter, your penis, take a picture of it. Just be sure to lead through it. For example. <laughs> um, this is so complicated. I knew it would be, but I thought the camera would be the most confusing part. Not all of this composition. Mm -hmm. Sarah waved her hand at the wall as she got to her feet. Harry laughed. Yeah, I thought I could buy a couple of lights and start taking great shots. They walked towards the door. Roan's set had already blustered out, and Gladys was right behind him, pulling on a huge cloak that looked far too warm for this weather. Henrietta wrestled with her camera whilst trying to put on a crocheted wrap. Harry hurried over to help her, and she gave him a toothy smile. Such a nice man, Mr. Potter. Someone named Jason <laughs> was chatting. <laughs> so up. A stranger off the street was chatting up Malfoy near the photo display. It's Jason. Harry glanced at them both and felt a frown of dismay pull at his lips, wondering if Jason was flirting with Malfoy. He's <gasps> a little jealous. Until like he remembered that not everyone was gay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Everyone in the whole club. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> in fact, it was extremely likely that they were both straight and that Harry was a complete idiot. Oh, no, he doesn't know. He doesn't. Harry rolled his eyes and took his own cloak from the peg. Sarah had already slung an, on a muggle-style hoodie. She grinned at him, and he reached for the door to hold it open for her. Thank you, Harry, you nice man. Potter, if you please, I would like a word. Malfoy's words caught Harry in mid-step. He hovered awkwardly in the doorway and then gave Sarah a smile. See you on Wednesday? You bet. With that, she trotted down the steps, and Harry turned back into the room just as Jason slid past him with a mumbled, Night, Potter. Harry bid Jason a good night, although he was already halfway down the steps before he got the words out. He shook his head and shut the door before turning back to Malfoy. Yes, he asked cautiously. Malfoy stood at the photo wall, staring at Harry's pictures. Did George Weasley assist you with these, or anyone else? Harry frowned. No, I took them on my own. But someone else set them up for you? What are you getting at? No, I did them all myself. George gave me a stack of products in an empty room and told me to have at it. Why are you asking? 
Malfoy turned and walked towards him. His face looked angelic and he gave Harry a smile that could have meant anything or nothing. No reason at all, Potter. Have a good night. Harry had been gearing up for an argument, but Malfoy's lack of aggression left him with nothing to fight. He floundered for something to say, but could only nod and open the door again. You'll be back Wednesday then, Malfoy asked. Harry nodded, still off balance. Yeah, of course. Malfoy smiled at him again, and for some reason it seemed almost predatory and very attractive. Mm. Good. Have a nice evening, Potter. Yeah, you too, Malfoy, Harry muttered and went out. The smile would haunt him for the rest of the night and sustain him through a much-needed and very satisfying wank the moment he got home. <laughs> End of chapter. He's just like running through the house, like unzipping his pants. <laughs> I bet you he didn't even pause for a photo this time. He was just like wank Oh, sitting. he wanked. Wow. Definitely more function than form on that one. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you one step or down? So is that a trumpet? I don't know. Thanks. I brought in a cornet. So Allie started playing the recorder. I am. I am wands up because of Draco being nice, which means a lot to me. And that I I can't wait for Harry to find out that he's gay. And that I just think Draco is interested. I think it's like one of those, it's one of my favorite sort of sexy scenarios where you run into someone you used to know and they've changed for the better. And you're like, I like know you, but I don't know you. Somebody that I used to know. Exactly. So wands up for me. Um. Yeah, what I like is they both don't know each other is gay. And so they're both making assumptions that other people are flirting with them in class. And so there's some jealousy there. Draco and Jason okay. and Harry and the American. Wait, Jason who? Wait, yeah, Jason? sorry. Who? His invisible friend. <laughs> Draco um, and Jaco. <laughs> Draco and Jaco. <laughs> hottest couple in class. Um, so my wand is up. I, I know we're leading down a path of some real... Sexiness. Down a happy trail, would you say? Oh, <gasps> a lightning bolt. It's a happy figurative happiness. Um, I'm going to do it because some people are thinking it, and yeah, I'm know. a voice okay. of the Tumblr people because <laughs> I, I have been on Tumblr once. No, um, my wand is flaccid. Okay, okay. Because okay. I, I want to see. I want them. You're, in. you're ready by the now. The thing is, we're we're getting so much penis. In yeah. this story. Yeah, a lot of penis. But it's a lot of penises. penis and a lot of pics. It's a lot of class, not enough ass. Not enough ass. Mm-hmm. I want these penises to finally touch. Yeah, we yeah. want a sword fight. Or graze or something. So that's that's why my wand is is down. I do but I know it's for the I know it's for the good. Greater good. Because like, when it does happen, it's gonna be great. Like Dumbledore would say, it's for the greater good. <laughs> for death. <laughs> It's like this chocolate that you have presented us as a snack. Yeah. You guys have no problem eating it one small piece at a time. Yeah. And I am thinking, how do I grab that bar of chocolate and run out of the house and never come back? I would trade this bar of chocolate for all of this that we have built because that's my priorities. But for the greater good, you're willing to pace yourself. I am willing to buy my own piece of chocolate and eat it alone in the car later. I will say, and I adore the story because I think it's so, it's like the best premise. I do think by now in a different story, like right there at the end is when they would have kissed. And then it, and then I feel like Draco would have been like, ah, I'm sorry, I'm your teacher, blah, blah. Like some, some or like touch push or pull. something, like something like the grazed hands or something would have been an inappropriate interaction. All Harry's doing at the end of every chapter is just. He goes and like rubs one off. What's a. <laughs> Yeah, he's not even masturbating. He's just 
menstruating. Yeah. Masturbating is <laughs> That's the word. I think the original term. I think it still works. I was yeah. trying to think of like a specific word for when you like masturbate want someone yourself. you can't have and it's just <laughs> masturbate. Want to what? Wantonsturbating. <laughs> Want, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Wantonsturbating. Bastard. Nope. I think it's just, it's kind of like where in the prefix bathroom, it was kind of the, the tease. Mm-hmm. This is the tease plus dick pic. So we're, yeah. it's even more tease. Yeah. So yes. anyway, I think I'm really excited for them to You're do still it. Committed. Yeah. There's, there's going to be such a big reveal. I think next chapter is going to be pivotal. I think we're going to have some. Some truth is going to come to light yeah. in the next episode. What Otherwise, if Jason we'll gets between the two of them? <laughs> Jason's the foil. He's too clumsy. <laughs> I bet they're going to about to kiss, and then Jason stumbles. No, if in Jason blue it. balls us, I will kill Jason. If Jason blue balls us, we're writing him out of the story. He's like, oh, I draw my Avada Kedavra. <laughs> Get out of here! He's like, I need the set. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to get and he's like, hey, I forgot the assignment. You're dead. <laughs> oh. Well, guys, you know, sorry for the blue balls, but happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know what? The blue balls will make it all the better. less yeah. blue balls that mm-hmm. much sweeter. Yeah. So uh, tune in next week. Yeah. And uh, find out, do we get to unblue our balls together? Mm-hmm. Together. Unblue our balls and blow... Something else? Blow, yeah. I'm blue to blow. I'm blue to blow. All right. Bye, guys. That's it. We're going to snap. snap (laughs) I wish you could have seen us all look at each other and snap with wide-eyed panic. Snap, confused. But I like a snap song. We'll leave it at that. Love you guys. See you next week. For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Poderotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at poderoticapodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews.